In the previous two segments, we discussed the halachic rules regarding the formation of a classic shutfus, a classic partnership. Is a kinyan required? We discussed some of the rules of kinyanim as they apply to the creation of a shutfus. In this segment, we discussed the halachic perspectives toward the modern corporation. The modern corporation is a separate legal entity. It's not simply a fancy partnership. The corporation exists as a legal person, a fictitious legal person. The question is, does halacha accept the notion of a separate legal entity, of a legal person, of the corporation, as a legal person? This is not that relevant in a Choshen Mishpat context, in a civil law context, because in Dine Mamanus and Choshen Mishpat, people can make whatever arrangements they want. If they want to say that the shareholders have no personal liability, they can make that arrangement. The question is really a question with regard to Isser If the corporation owns chametz, do the shareholders have a problem on Pesach? If the corporation lends money or borrows money with ribas, so do Jewish shareholders have a problem with that? If the corporation does work on Shabbos, if the corporation's workers do work on Shabbos, is that a problem for the Jewish shareholders of the, of the corporation? So there is a fair amount of literature on this. It is mostly modern, since corporations really came into their own in the last couple of centuries. So we don't really have solid Talmudic or early precedent. There is a large amount of literature over the last couple of centuries. In this segment, we consider four of the four different sources, four representative sources of some of the different perspectives in halacha toward modern corporations. Rav Yitzhak Wasserman takes for granted that there is no such thing as a corporation in halacha. We, we view it simply as a glorified shutfus. Halacha does not recognize the modern notion of the, cor- of the corporate form as a separate legal entity. Baruhu, he says, there's no possibility to create new types of ownership, new types of ownership, ownership structures. Even though Dinin Malchusadina, he says, even though Halacha in certain cases accepts the law as binding, that means that Halacha can say who owns what, and it can change some of the rules, but lo shayach, it can create new concepts, a new concept of a, of, a, of a separate legal entity, of a corporation as a legal person. Dinin Malchusadina cannot, cannot do that, he says. A corporation has to be fit into pre-existing categories like partnership and so on. And he says we can't, uh, we, we, even, even Dinin Malchusi, he says, can't create an entirely new legal entity like a corporation, he says. Those who want to say the halacha does recognize a chevra be'eravon mugbal, a limited liability company, which is not exactly the same thing as a corporation, at least not in modern American law. But he says that those who want to say halacha recognizes that it's bailus velo bailus, it's uh, ownership but not ownership, the, the burden of proof is on them, alehem haraya me'ashash legedr kazeh, they have to find some precedent for such a for such an ownership in Shas. And the Etzim Imetzias Hadvarim B'Shas, he says, the fact that the Shas doesn't acknowledge, doesn't give us an example of such an ownership structure, Eino Nosin Makam Kolduhulis Tapek, Val Karchak Zushutfus Regila. The absence, absence of evidence is evidence of absence, he says. If there's no such thing in Shas and there's no such thing in Halacha, it must be an ordinary Shutfus with special rules, but an ordinary Shutfus. He brings the Marshag. Marshag's conclusion, he says, is that 
You can't possibly say that the money of a corporation doesn't belong to the shareholders. Who, who, do, who, who, does, who does the money belong to? Dim Kane Shalmihem, he says. Of course, there's no such thing. He takes for granted there's no such thing as a separate legal entity who owes the money. The money either belongs to the shareholders or no one. So obviously, obviously it belongs to the shareholders. Ella Burr, Rav Wasserman concludes, the shareholders of a limited liability company, they are the owners in the classic sense of the word. It's a partnership. The shareholders are partners in the property. This is a partnership with particular rules that, for example, that a partner can't just take his money and leave. In ordinary shutfus, there's halukas of shutfus. Shutfin can say, we don't want to be partners anymore. We want to walk away and divide the assets. In a corporation, you can't do that. A, a shareholder can't just cash in his shares and demand money. And it, it's a shibur, he says, that each one has on the assets of the others that no one can just take his, uh, take his share and leave without the, the rules that govern such things. V'chein, he says, Decisions are made based on majority rule. We'll discuss in a later segment whether that rule applies to shutfus or not, but he says that's the rule of corporations. It's a particular kind of shutfus a corporation is with particular kinds of rules. But it's, a, it's ordinary ownership. It's just a form of ordinary partnership with special rules. All the halachas, he says, all the regular Isurim in the Torah apply to it the same way they do it to an ordinary partnership. So the examples we mentioned, such as Ribis, Chametz, Shabbos, should all apply to a corporation as they do to an ordinary partnership. He says it would be possible to, to view Hayamakum Bahalacha to say, Lechevra, Betznaimufurashim, Shabbalim, Hino, Amachzik, Barovamanios. It would be possible to have a structure where the owners are those who hold most of the shares. The others are treated more like bondholders, like Balechov. Ella, he says, But then, those shareholders who are the minority, if, if we look at them as bondholders, as creditors, then if they get, if they get dividends, if they get profits, that's Ribis, he says. Ulam, regardless, he says, That's not the way ordinary corporations are set up. All the shareholders... There are all kinds of shareholders. There are preferred stock and convertible stock and class A and class B. But in general, he says, the corporations he knows of are not that way. The, the shareholders are all equity shareholders. Therefore, he says, it is simply a partnership. And the, the halachas, again, primarily of Isser Vahetur in the Torah, apply to a corporation as they do to an ordinary partnership. The opposite opinion is taken by Rav Shoal Weingart. Rav Shoal Weingart says, that note that a corporation is clearly a, a separate legal entity, it is a new construct, and Halacha recognizes it as such. He says we have to explain, he says, that we have to dissect, to understand what is a modern corporation, and uh, that'll help us understand how the, how the laws of Israel are applied to a corporation. He says, the earlier acronym who said that a corporation is different from a shutfus are clearly correct, he says. This is fundamentally different from an ordinary partnership. And there are all kinds of obvious uh, external differences. We don't even have to mention them. There are so many ways in which a corporation is different from an ordinary partnership. He says it's clear, it's evident. 
Himugbelis. On the one hand, he says the ownership of the shareholders is limited. Lo bilvad, bofen shehizkir amarya lechiyuv, dainu she'en la rishus v'chulu, kanal ela afle shlila. Kilamashali says, kishyesh lo l'mishahu tviya neged achevra, if someone has a claim against the corporation, and the corporation doesn't have sufficient assets to, uh, to settle the debt. We, we don't pierce the corporate veil generally, says the creditor, the, the, the plaintiff, has no right to sue the Bale Hamanios Ladin. He has no right to sue personally, directly the shareholders. That's what limited liability means. That's one of the primary points and benefits of a corporation. The most he can do is he can take the, the assets of the corporation. And as a result, the shares will, will depreciate in value. But absolutely, there's no way in which he can go after the private assets, the non-corporate assets of the shareholders. That could really be explained as, as Rav Wasserman said, as Tznoim in the Shutfus. Or if Weingart feels that that's, indication, that's an indication that a corporation is a new thing, that it's indeed a separate legal entity, he goes on to explain, Rav Weingart, All these distinctions between a corporation and a partnership can be explained as ramifications of the following rule, that the ownership of the shareholders, ena individualit, it's not individual ownership as in a partnership. He says, uh, that's not what it is. Rather, he says, His ownership is limited to the, it's not an ordinary direct and individual ownership. His ownership is limited to the shares. And he goes on and he says that, and he, he uses the key phrases. He says, several lines later, he says, he says, the, these assets, the, the, the corporate assets, are like a separate person, a, 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 he uses the modern legal terminology, this is what it's called, the Mishpat HaMadarni, HaMadarni in, in modern law, Ishiyot Mishpatit, a, uh, a legal person, he gives you the, the, the European words, Yuristish, a person, a, 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 a juristic person, a legal person, and that is the that is the true legal meaning of the of of the corporation. He says. Now, what about the question raised by Rav Wasserman? Do we find such a precedent in Chazal? That's clearly what the modern corporation is intended to be. But the question is, does Halacha recognize this? He says. Did Chazal know of, of such a corporation? Do they recognize? Do they acknowledge such a corporation? He brings from some of the, the other achronim of the 20th century who talk about distinction between tzibur and shutfus, that there is such a thing as a tzibur in Chazal. Tzibur, the community, the nation, or the local community, is not the same thing as a shutfus. So he discusses whether there, there actually is Talmudic precedent for such, a, for such a thing or not. He goes back and forth on this, but he concludes, later in his discussion he says, Bram, regardless, in Amusik Hazeh, Nimtza B'Shas, or Lo, whether we can find such a concept of a separate legal entity of corporate personhood in Shas or not, Nimtza B'Shas or Lo, Bechalofen, regardless, Zekukimanu, Balkarchenu, Lechalek, Besvarazos. We have to recognize the modern corporation as being a separate legal entity and not simply a glorified Shutfus. I'll prove it to you, he says. We're going to end up in some very difficult places if we don't assume that. Hagaba 
Someone owns shares of the National Bank. The bank has some business involving chametz. In agricultural countries, you're not allowed to take the profits that come from chametz because I can't have enough from chametz. Forget, he says, bank and mamshalti. Every citizen in a state, he owns a stake in the assets of the government. Paper money. Paper money represents an ownership stake in the, in the government's assets, he claims. So if the government does business with chametz on Pesach, with grain and uh, on Pesach, which is chametz. So what are you going to do? Everyone who owns money, every citizen in the country, is going to have a problem with chametz on Pesach. That's that's intolerable, he says. Elavadai, that corp- corporate forms, whether it's government, whether it's private corporations, elavadai de'ein ledamas as a chelach as a klal Corporate ownership is not the same thing as partnership. It's fundamentally different. It doesn't just have specific time. It's a difference in kind, not just in degree, not just in details. This applies to national corporations, and this applies to private corporations. So that's the position of Rav Weingart, as opposed to Rav Wasserman, that it's clear that that's what's meant, and that's what's intended by the by by modern corporations, and it's not so clear whether there's a halakhic precedent, but we have to recognize the modern corporation as such. We have to accept that the modern corporate form is something that halakha accepts. Halakha doesn't, doesn't insist on trying to shoehorn all, all modern corporate forms into shutfus. Halakha accepts, he says, for the purposes of Isser that the, the modern corporations are something fundamentally different from shutfus. On the other hand, the Shevet Alevi, Rav Ozner, he takes the position more like Rav Wasserman. In a brief paragraph, he says, no, there's no such thing. He says, it's pashat, the Torah has no notion of corporate ownership of a separate legal entity. Of course, like, like Rav Wasserman, he says, a corp- we have no right to create such newfangled notions of bylaws, of ownership. Of course, the corporation is nothing more than a partnership. Gam pashat be'enai, Rav Ozner writes, shechevra be'eravon mugbal, a limited liability company, that was created by someone, Yachid Arabim, individuals or a group of people, and they're the ones who put up the capital, and he, the shareholder, the investors, they get the profits. Or whether multiple Shutfin put up the put up the, the capital and get the profits and, and hold shares in the company. Rav Ozner certainly understands that, in that from the perspective of modern law, who could guf acher, it's a separate legal entity. The corporation is something separate from the underlying investors, from the owners. According to that, there will be no human ownership of the corporate assets. Rav Ozner is emphatic about this. This type of ownership is not something recognized by the Torah. The Kivan Shua Mashkia. Since the shareholder invested the money, if the assets are lost, the losses accrue to him. If there are profits, the profits accrue to him. And the owners of the company can make decisions about selling and giving, disposing of the corporate assets as they see fit. They are the owners. And flat out, the Torah does not recognize the notion of a separate legal entity. 
Ramosha Feinstein has an interesting, uh, interesting way of looking at corporations. Ramosha was discussing the question of whether Bidvar Likach shares in the company Shaosin Malacho Mischar B'Shabbos, purchasing shares in a company whose employees, whose agents do Malacha and Shabbos. So again, if you view the, the owners as the owners of the company, then they're, if, you, if you view the shareholders as the owners of the company, like a shutfus, then, then that's a problem with Malacha and Shabbos. So Ramosha is considering whether shareholders are considered owners of the company. So Ramosha says, first of all, the minag clearly is laheter. And we can add the minag is laheter with regarding chametz as well. Lomi boy, as Rav Weingert said, companies that, companies that, that do business in chametz, big company, has a cafeteria, Walmart, it has uh, chametz on the shelves, all kinds of companies. Companies have vending machines with pretzels in them. So, so, there, so, so, so there's always chametz involved. So Ramosha says the minigas to be matir. So Ramosha has an interesting idea. He doesn't just he doesn't take Rav Weingart's expansive, bold idea that that the halacha simply separates the the owners of a company from the corporate assets or corporation as a separate legal entity. Ramosha seems to assume that the owners of a corporation are really are really considered to be owners of the corporate assets, to be the ones who own the corporation. However, Ramosha argues that small shareholders, small retail shareholders, are not considered owners. They're fundamentally different from large shareholders. Ramosha explains that Tam Pashut, She'ein Lahach shares, those who buy shares, small retail investors, Shurak Mashu, it's a tiny percent of the company's shares, Me'am Mishar, She'ein Lahem Shumdeya they have no influence, they have no vote. Technically they do, but in practice they, they have no say in how the business is run. Uh, so he says, we don't consider them owners. A partnership, even if you're a minority owner, you have some say. But here he says that they have no, uh, here he says they, 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 they have virtually no say at all, so we don't consider them owners. So not only in practice do they have no say, it was never his intent to be an owner, he doesn't really want to buy anything. He doesn't really want to own the company. It's an investment. He wants to get the. He wants to. He wants to gain profits and accept the risk of loss. It's simply an investment. You don't view it as fundamentally different from another kind of investment, like a bond. It's not really equity, even if the law calls it equity. He says small retail shareholders are not considered owners of the corporation. It's just an investment to get profit or to assume the loss. The Yosir Neri, he says, that there's no concept of ownership. Bechlal, he says, She'ein b'hem gedr kinim b'dina shu l'kinim davrash lo ba'la'olam. There's Bechlal no, no basis to call this ownership because it's davrash lo ba'la'olam. Rak mitad kinyani dina hamadina. It's according to the law it works, he says. Well, Pialach, it's not really ownership at all. But he says that really small shareholders are not considered owners at all. Umash l'fit nai hamachira, even though according to the rules of, of corporate stock, Yesh l'bala shares deil l'bachira's president. He can elect officers of the corporation. He can elect the president. That's rak betume mili. That's worthless. He says that that that's just uh, that that's nothing. He says that 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 that, that that's not a real thing. Because lemaisa mashirin laatzman Because when the company issues stock, it retains for itself more than the more than the row of the shares. Lo shayach that the shareholders who buy the stock 
can't express any opinion. I don't think this is generally true for modern publicly held companies that the most, there are certain companies that retain to have class A and class B shares. There are companies that retain, the New York Times I think had such an arrangement, some tech companies do this. There are some companies that do that, but I don't think most public corporations retain most of their shares for themselves once they're big and publicly traded. But Emotion claims it's Petume Mila because they retain for themselves. The company keeps most of the shares. So the, so the investors who buy shares can't really have any opinion in practice. Again, and, and also in terms of the intention of the purchasers. They have no intention of uh, expressing any opinions. They don't want to buy that. They're not interested. They're not activist investors. All they want to do is profit from the company's profits. Doesn't matter what the those who operate, the officers of the corporation do, because the, the, the small shareholders are not considered are not considered uh, owners. Ramosha goes on, it's not considered over if the officers are Jewish because they're doing whatever they're doing regardless. If they're doing Averas, they're gonna do it whether you buy the shares or not. You're not actually aiding and abetting them in any way, he says. Someone else will buy the shares. He says again, that's the minhag. Many people buy shares, even those who are God-fearing buy shares, so the minhag is to be lenient, and the Hezbar is because small retail investors are not considered owners. Ramosha adds, the reason I kept saying small retail investors is because Ramosha adds, to buy a large amount of shares, a large equity stake, even if it's not the majority. But if you have a, a large enough stake that your opinion matters, that they have to consult you when they want to set policy, then it's a problem for Shabbos, because if, if they're going to do work on Shabbos, then, then, then look at Hilcha Shabbos, you'll see it's a problem. So Ramosha doesn't define how large that is. He says, but if you have a large enough equity stake, then it is considered, uh, it is considered ownership, and then it would be Yasser. Again, Ramosha doesn't distinguish here between intention, you know, the, the, there are big index funds that own large shares of companies, but are not particularly activists. They don't really want to have much of a role in running the company. So Ramosha, Ramosha, Ramosha contrasts small retail investors who have no real influence on the running of the company and don't want to have it, as opposed to large investors who do have influence over the running of the company. The question of whether intention matters here is not so clear. I've never really understood Ramosha Svara that well. It's the same, it's the same equity, whether you have a large amount of it or not, legally, fr- from a... From a legal halachic standpoint, I would have thought it's the same exact share whether you buy one or ten or a hundred or a thousand. It's just more of it. Ramosha somehow holds that the the difference in in quantity is not just a quantitative difference, but it actually becomes a qualitative difference. Ramosha holds that small retail shareholders who have no influence and don't want any influence are not considered owners of the company for purposes of Isser whereas large shareholders, by lo- at large, he defines as having as, as being able to force the company, the company is forced to consider his, his opinion in, in its operations, that is considered ownership, and that would be a problem for Ilkha Shabbos and presumably for other areas of Isr as well.